worship. Worship. And so, and which is uh, a form, the form of service. And so we want to serve God. And we, in the past weeks, we've talked about serving others. We talked about serving one another. And so uh, my main thought tonight, I believe, is just we want to serve God. We want to worship God. Sometimes we get caught up in a whole bunch of things that are going on around us, things that we're hearing and on the news. And, and sometimes our focus and we get distracted from the true worship. I heard someone say that he's looking for true worshipers, that we want to worship him tonight. And not only tonight, but every day we want to worship him. Amen. And so I want to go to Acts chapter 1, the book of Acts from where we were in John. Just one over to the right. And I want to pick it up in verse 4. Acts chapter 1, verse 4. And so you might want to just leave your sword out all night tonight. All right. Come on, so you can be ready to cut up something, to cut something off of yourself. Because hmm. we all need to be fine-tuned. We've got a little bit of the gristle and a little bit of the, the filth and the dirt of the world that is a trying to attach to us every single day. And we, shh, we need to cut it off. Acts chapter 1, verses 4 through 8. And being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, You have heard from me, for John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. Therefore, when they had come together, they asked him, saying, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? And he said to them, it is not for you to know the times or seasons which the Father has put in his own authority. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be my witness to, you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, in all Judea, and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Don't worry about the times and the seasons. Is it at this time, Lord, that you're going to restore the kingdom? And so many people are caught up in the end time eschatology, what's going to happen, and the, the, are we going to be taken up in the mid-trib, post-trib, pre-trib, and all these things. Worried about things that they'll probably never, ever experience and encounter. And so their focus is on those things instead of just worshiping God right now. He said, it's not times. for You won't know the times and the seasons. That's what he said. So why are we going to spend so much time worrying about it? Let's just worship him. The times are going to take care of themselves, but you will receive power. After that, the Holy Spirit, after that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And that you can be a witness. And you can be a worshiper of Jesus. And so, verse 9. We're going to go keep going a little bit. Now, when he had spoken these things, while they watched, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. And when they had looked steadfastly toward heaven, as he went up, beheld, two men stood by them in white apparel, who also said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand gazing up into the heaven? The same Jesus who was taken up from you into heaven 
will so come in like manner as you saw him go into heaven. Why are you standing here looking around in the same Jesus who you see being taken up right now is going to come back in like manner? And so this is where we get our title tonight. Get up and serve. Get up and serve. Or don't just stand there. Go serve. You have been saved to serve. Not to stand around, to look around, and think about the times and the seasons of what's going to happen. You need to get up and do something. You've been saved to serve. Get up and do something. Get up and serve. Always concerned about this time and that time and who's going to be in control. And that does not matter. Let's worship him in spirit and in truth. Let's go over to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Verse 1, we'll do 1 through 8. This Bible study, we're just going to study our Bible. Amen. Let the word speak to us. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 1 through 8. Because they were asking Jesus himself, and now Paul is having to teach the same thing to the church at Thessalonica. Chapter 5, verse 1. But concerning the times and the seasons, brethren. Hmm, here we go. The times and the seasons, brethren. You have no need that I should write to you. For you yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord comes as a thief in the night. So nobody's going to be able to figure it out. Those people are giving you false dates. Oh, in 1844 and 19-whatever, now 2024. And now He's going to come as a, thief in the, as, a, as a thief in the night. Nobody knows the time or the season. He's telling you that. Amen. So in the meantime, what should you do? Serve. Get up and serve. That's right. Get up and do something. You've been saved to serve. And we know that there's going to be times that we're going to be observing of. He says that uh, there's going to be wars and rumors of wars. He's given us a hint, but we know that we don't need to focus on that. But let's worship him. Let's worship him. Let's serve him while we're waiting diligently. So it's going to come as a thief in the night. Verse 3. For when they say peace and safety, then sudden destruction comes upon them as labor pains upon a pregnant woman, and they shall not escape. But you, brethren, are not in darkness, so this day should, should overtake you as a thief. You are all sons of light and sons of the day. We are not of the night nor of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as others do. Let us watch and be sober. So we want to live our lives paying attention walking circumspectly, but we want to be worshiping him. We want to love one another in the family of the body of Christ. Let's love one another. Let's encourage one another. And all the more so as we see the day approaching. And so we served, we love, and we served out in the neighborhood, out in the community down by the river, but let's do some serving to one another Amen. also. Right? Let's, let's do some serving of one another so that we can be the children of the day. We can be the children of the light, not walking in the night, getting drunk, revelries, 
fornications, adulteries, things that happen after, after, after dark. The after dark channel is turned on. Hmm, come on. Compromising Christians. Hypocrites, hypocrites. <laughs> hypocrites, come on. All up in, in the church, hallelujah, running around dancing, and then come midnight, the after dark. Seeing what kind of mischief you can get into. But you have to choose to live for Christ wholeheartedly, completely, 100. 100%. Amen. Verse 7. For those who sleep, they sleep at night. And those who get drunk are drunk at night. Mm. But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith. Come on. And love. And as a helmet, the hope of salvation. Amen. Right? And so that's a reference to chapter 1. Let's go to chapter 1 real quick. In verses 2 and 3. So we know that in 1 Corinthians, he talked about in the order of faith, hope, and love. We get a little different order here, but the same things are very critical. We flip back to chapter uh, 1. Verse 2. 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 2. We give thanks to God always for you, for you all, making mention of you in our prayers, remembering without ceasing your work of faith, your labor of love, and the patience of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ in the sight of God and Father, knowing, beloved brethren, your election by God. And so it's the, it's the, it's the faith, the love, and the hope. And so now we get dressed with those things, and we know that we're going to be walking in these things so that we can be of faith, love, and hope. And the hope is in Christ and his return. So I'm not going to get all caught up about the dates and the times and the seasons. I know that he's coming. And should something happen to one of us tonight and we end up dying, earthly, hey, well, our season, our time has come. And so now we're going to be with the Lord. Absent out of these bodies, present with the Lord. Amen. So why are we going to be fretting about, well, this has to happen and that has to happen? Let's just live in the present. Amen. God bless you. Living for him. Amen. Giving our all to him. Loving on him. So we're not going to be caught up in the times and the seasons, but we're going to just love on God. And we're going to make up our minds to live for him wholeheartedly. Amen. Nobody else. He's numero uno, number one. Because in the old times, back in uh, 2 Kings chapter 17, right, they were worshiping all kinds of things, all kinds of gods made of wood and stone, metal, and even the two cows. They had all kinds of things that they were serving and that they were worshiping, things that they made with their hands. They were worshiping the, 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 the stars and the moon and the sun and all kinds of things. And then they had, they had moved some, some, some of the people back into Samaria that were not the Jewish people. And then they were, and they didn't know about serving God. They didn't know about God. And so God sent some lions into the, into the city to kill some of them. So you mean God talks to the animals? Yes, he does. He told, he told some ravens to feed a guy out under the tree. 
come on, doing what they don't normally do, ravens giving up food, they brought food to somebody under the tree. And so now the lions were out there in the city killing folks. And then they had to send for a, a priest so that he can teach them how to serve God, how to serve God. And so we want to serve God. We want to worship God. And so the serving of God is, and, and, and so God wants that relationship. He's always wanted the relationship with man. If you go all the way back to the beginning in Genesis, he created us for a relationship. And as I'm just listening and reading throughout uh, the days, how many times you hear God said that, I'll be their God and they'll be my people. I'll be their God and they'll be my people. And that's what he wants. We were made for that. And we, we, we want to serve him. We want to honor him. And, then, and even when they were getting, prior to being released from Egypt, let my people go that they may come and serve me. How many times in Exodus and then also in Jeremiah that they want to go and serve him. They want to worship him. And so we want to serve God. We want to serve God. We want to worship God. And so there's a, a whole lot of gods that they were serving in 2 Kings chapter 17. And then let's just take a look at 1 Kings chapter 18. And so you guys are familiar with the story about the showdown, right, at Mount Carmel. So let's go to 1 Kings chapter 18, and we'll pick it up in verse number 20. Okay, so you're going way to the left of your Bible. It's Bible study. Amen. <laughs> Amen. And so you guys will have to read the entire story again for a refresher later on. First uh, Kings chapter 18 and Second Kings chapter 17, just to hear and see some of the gods that they were serving. We might talk about that just a little bit more. Uh, as a matter of fact, let's just do that. So in Second uh, Kings chapter 17, they were serving the gods of the people that they had defeated previously. How are you going to go serve the god of somebody who couldn't even pr protect them, couldn't defend them? And so now you go into those lands, you're going to serve those same gods that you make with hands, the gods, and then they offered up their kids to the fire, and there were several gods that they mentioned that they were serving their, 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 uh, those gods and they were worshiping them. And we're like, oh, how horrible that they're going to serve their kids over to the to bow, to be burned up, to, to uh, 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 something locked. But they're, uh, they're going to go worship, and they're going to give their kids over. Are we sacrificing our kids today before they're born by abortions? We think it was a horrible thing for them to take their newborns and throw them into the fire. Are we not a little worse than them? Even before they get born, we want to destroy them. We want to kill them. And they're serving the gods that are made of silver and, 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 and people had, uh, uh, and, and of gold and, and wood. Go chop down a tree, make it into something, and then fall down and worship it. You made the thing. It has no breath in it. It can't see. It don't know. It can't hear. It can't understand. We are not like that. We shouldn't be like that. Serve a God that you can make, a God that's made by somebody's hand. 
worshiping and serving clothes and cars and houses and stuff, worshiping jobs. We don't say that we do. How many times do you show up for your job late as opposed to church late? Be quick to call in sick from church, but do go to the job. (coughs) 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 Going all up to the job, getting everybody else sick. Fearing them, fearing what man might do to you instead of trusting and worshiping God Almighty. Worshiping that job and thinking that that's how you're being provided for and that's how you're being sustained. There was a guy in Acts chapter 19, Demetrius, a silversmith, was all upset, bringing a, 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 causing a riot in Ephesus because the men of God were there and, and, and Demetrius and the other silversmiths were saying because they made their living from, from the worship, making um, idols for to be used in the house of Diana, worshiping Diana. Hey, we got to get these guys. They say there's no gods. Don't you know we make a good living from this? So we got these jobs and we're making good livings from these jobs. I, so I have to go even when I'm not feeling well. No, we're not worshiping. We're not worshiping that job. Let's give it all up for Jesus. Just so uh, that Demetrius references Acts chapter 19, 23 through 27. So anyway, we were going to, where were we going? We were going to, uh, thank you, thank you. First Kings chapter 18, awesome. First Kings chapter 18, verse 20. And Ahab sent for all the children of Israel and gathered the prophets together on Mount Carmel. And Elijah came to all the people and said, how long will you falter between two opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal, follow him. But the people answered him, not a word. Because they had all those other gods. And so I don't have the exact verse, but in in 2 Kings chapter 17, it said that they feared God, but yet they served all those other gods. You can't do that. You can't do that. You can't fear God and then be serving these other gods. And so now Elijah calls them out and says, how long are you going to halt? How long are you going to falter between two opinions? Because they were scared. They didn't want to offend evidently the other gods. They were silent. They couldn't say a word. They couldn't declare whose side they were on or who they were for because they weren't worshiping the true God and him alone. Let's worship God with all that is within us. As long as we have breath in our lungs, let's worship God. Let's give it up to him and for him. So let's jump down to verse 26 where we are. 1 Kings chapter 18, verse 26. So they took the bull, which was given them, and this is the, uh, the, the prophets of, of, the, of the, the false worshipers that they had given them, and they prepared it and called on the name of Baal for from morning 
even till noon, saying, oh, Baal, hear us. But like their God, there was no voice. No one answered. From morning till noon, they was having a long church service, hoping to hear something from their God. From morning till noon. And so they, 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 they pressed in. They kept going. Then they leaped about the altar which they had made. Oh, come on, Baal. Come on, we need to hear from you. We need you to bring the fire. Come on. So it was a long service. There was a lot of activity, leaping and running around, but still no voice. No worship. <laughs> no worship. No God showing up. Let's see if they take it up higher. <laughs> Come on, where are we? 27. 27. All right. And so it was at noon that Elijah mocked him. See, the prophets, Elijah and Elisha, those guys can talk some trash to you, right? Elijah especially. So he mocked them and said, cry aloud, cry louder. <laughs> for, he is, for he is God, he is a God. Either he is meditating or he is busy. Or he is on a journey or perhaps he is sleeping and must be awakened. What? <laughs> See, that's the kind of God that's out there for them. Our God neither slumbers nor sleeps. I read that somewhere, right? And he has, he sees all things and he knows all things. But their God, they're saying maybe he's, maybe he's sleeping. I think there's some translation that say maybe he's using the bathroom even. He's indisposed at the moment. And he must be awakened. So 28. So they cried aloud and cut themselves, as was their custom. Wow. So we already had a long service. We already were leaping around, jumping up on the altar that we built. And then we were crying even louder, and now we're cutting ourselves? Man, what kind of God? Because he's not really God. One of those material-made gods. No hearing, no seeing, no knowing nothing. Can't be omniscient, om omnipresent like our God, every place at the same time. They were cutting themselves with the knives woo, and lances until blood gushed out on them. Man, oh, they're really taking it up a notch, trying to get some worship, trying to give some worship to hear from their God so that he would come and bring the fire, to light the fire of the altar. And when midday was past, they prophesied until the time of the offering and the evening sacrifice. But look, but there was no voice, no one answered, and no one paid attention. Man, after having cut themselves, bleeding out, running and leaping on the altar, <laughs> nothing, nothing. Yeah, just like that. Total silence. Crickets, crickets, crickets. Their God was not able to answer. I think I'm at one more verse. Oh, 29? Oh, we, we just read 29. So there was no one answered and no voice. And so, now the other side of the story is this. The true God, he answered with fire. They even, they even said, we're going to up the ante. Let's just wet everything. Got some pictures, wet everything. Wet the, the, the sacrifice, the trench, the altar, everything. Do it three times. Psh, psh, psh. And then the God, the true God of heaven, he answered with 
fire, lapped up everything, dried up everything with the fire. <laughs> the true God, and that's who we worship, the true God. And so our service is that we want to worship God in spirit and in truth. God bless you. So we want to worship him. We want to love him. We don't want to be caught between I'm going to serve God or not serve God. I'm going to serve this God and then I'm going to go serve. No. We want to remain steadfast, immovable in who our, who our choice and whom we serve. Because there's, there's definitely benefit package to um, serving him, to serving him. And so you can't serve both God and riches or God and mammon, Matthew 6, 24, because you'll love one and hate the other. Love one, despise the other. We need to love God and him only. Y'all finna get out early. Let's see if I can change that. So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, oh, no, come on. Okay, okay. So look, so there will, there will be one more little twist that we put on it. So we want to worship God. Okay, and so that's how we serve him. But one example that's a little different um, uh, meaning of the of the serve. I want to just go to Luke chapter four, uh, verse thirty-eight and thirty-nine, which points to a little bit of my uncertainty as far as which way to to go this evening, because it could have gone this way. Luke chapter four. Verse 38 and 39. Amen. 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 Luke chapter 4, verse 38 and 39. Amen. So, now he arose from the synagogue and entered Simon's house. But Simon's wife's mother was sick with a high fever. Not just a little fever. She had a high fever. And they made requests of him concerning her. So he stood over her. And so now this wasn't a rebuking standing over her. It's not like she was uh, demon-possessed. So it wasn't one of those, you know, ready to cast a demon out. This was a loving, comforting standing over her. And rebuked the fever, and it left her. And immediately she rose and served them. She got up and served. She didn't have any lingering effects from the, from the fever. No, she was totally healed and got up and served. Get up and serve. You've been saved to serve. Now, even though we're saved and we're believing in Jesus Christ, sometimes trouble comes to our house. Sometimes sickness comes to our house. But God will deliver. He's able to bring everything back into 100% wholeness and completeness. And then you need to get up and serve. You need to get up and do something because you've been saved to serve. Not just come to get your favorite seat. Come on, Sheldon. Somebody's in my chair. No. You've been saved to serve. Right? Because faith without works is dead. We read that elsewhere. We heard that elsewhere somewhere. Faith without works is dead. So we need to do something. You've been saved to serve. Get up and serve. Don't just stand watching the clouds waiting. I'm just wondering about the times and the seasons. Well, God says it's going to come like a thief in the night. So why are you going to be wasting your time looking up at the sky and being of no earthly good, helping your brother and sister that's in need? 
your brother and sister in the body that needs you. We all need each other. We're a many-membered body. We can't be hanging out without an arm. We need you. Anyway, um, <laughs> so did we finish reading that? So she got up and she served. She got up and she served. No lingering effects. Okay, so we want to worship God. We want to serve God. Let the people go so that they can serve me. Let's go to Joshua 24. Two more, two more scriptures. Joshua 24, verses 14 and 15. Way to the left of your Bible again. Joshua 24, 14 and 15. We're on a descent. <laughs> promises, promises. No. <laughs> amen, amen. Anybody want to read nice and loud for us tonight, just so we have some interactive participation? Joshua chapter 24, verses 14 and 15. Go ahead. Now, therefore, fear the Lord. Serve! There it is. Serve him. Go ahead. Oh, wait. You can't be a hypocrite. You can't be sometimey, part-timey. Sincerity. Go ahead. Woo! Because that's who he's looking for, right? John 24. John 4, 24. Woo! Come on. Okay, go ahead. I'll let you go. That's an exclamation mark. Serve the Lord. It's not a suggestion. Serve the Lord. Go ahead, verse 15. When? 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 Today. Today. Okay, go ahead. The gods who couldn't stop you from taking their land, do you want to go and serve that God? What kind of power does he have? He couldn't stop you from taking the land, overtaking them. Go ahead. As for me, in Mikasa. Oh, go ahead. Come on. Amen, right? We need to make a decision. As for me and my house, today, we will serve the Lord. We will serve the Lord. We will serve the Lord. Service, serving. You're up, saved to serve. Get up and serve. Get up and do something and serve. We're going to serve you, Lord God. Mm. Just go through the Psalms and see how many times it says serve the Lord, serve the Lord, serve the Lord. Okay. Last scripture. Romans chapter 12, verse 1. We started out in Acts, just one book to the right of that. Romans chapter 12, verse 1. Amen. I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh, woo! Come on. 
The flipping, you're flipping, you're flipping, you're going there, you're getting there. Come on. Okay, I'm not going to do that. Keep going. <laughs> I know. Grow up, Brother Harold. Come on. <laughs> Amen. Meditating on the word day and night. That's all. Just soaking it in. <laughs> okay. Uh, Romans chapter 12, verse 1. Strong reader. A little louder. I need, it, I need it louder. They can't hear you up here. I beseech, I earnestly implore you, encourage you to, okay. Arr! Sometimes we have problems being a living sacrifice. We get up on the table and we see the knife coming. And we're like, oh, no, not yet. I still have to get with him and I have to get with her and I still have to get that house, I have to get that car. And I, have to get that more money and because there's some things I want to do before you put the knife in me. Go ahead. What's, what's happening? <laughs> oh, wait. I'm peeking. Oh, wait. <laughs> Stay on the altar. Stay on the altar. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Holy. Mm. Yes. Your reasonable service. Your reasonable service. And so we need to, and that's the service we offer up to God, is that we serve him. We're going to go out and serve God. It's a reasonable, it's not even uh, uh, extraordinary. It's a reasonable service. Reasonable service. And so we want to be obedient to him. We want to be obedient so it's about being and not doing. It's obedient, not obedient. Yes. Right? So we want to be about it. Somebody better be about it. Say be about it. Be about it. That's right. Amen. <laughs> Amen. And so, so that's the final, that's the final, that's the conclusion of the entire matter is that we present our bodies to Christ as a living sacrifice, which is our reasonable service. So we want to serve God. Amen? Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Any thoughts or questions uh, regarding the, the message tonight? All hearts are clear? Amen. Amen. Man, I just thank God for you guys. And I know that you're going to be the true worshipers, the true servants. You're going to serve God with all that is within you, every fiber of your being. You're going to give it over to him and watch him continue to transform your life, to grow your life, to renew your life, to restore your life, to refresh your life. <coughs> Times of refreshing. And sometimes we need this moment just to like. And sometimes slow down. Sometimes just slow down. And he has that time for you. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. And that explanation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then it went on further and everybody could read it because something happened when they it said, at the Nehemiah house we serve the Lord. And then it said, and the people, they began to serve the Lord. When they began to serve the Lord, the Amorites that were there, God ran them out. What am I saying? Come on. Come on.
That's right. Amen. Amen. This is how we fight our battles. <laughs> it may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. He'll chase them away. <laughs> come on. All right. Okay, come on. Let's circle up. Let's get ready for prayer. Man. See, I'm about to go round two. Pastor, come on. Okay, come 